0: So these new mics are pretty legit. Yeah, they're pretty sick.
1: Where'd you get them? Long I and
2: McQuaid? I kind of, call. I kind of feel like not sponsored. I feel special sponsored. yet. So yeah, don't be cheap. Send us stuff. Because yeah. we're cheap. Yeah. Send us that. What's our address again? I don't know. No, don't give them our address. <laughs> We've got enough unannounced visitors here. You can, email, you can email us at Elvis house. No, what if they want to send us stuff? No, they back. can they can email us first. Yeah. then we'll give it. To we can we can oh, start, okay, start okay. negotiations. Okay. <laughs> I have enough weirdos in my life.
1: Have you ever sent like um sent something to somebody else like?
3: What's the random package? Like if
1: people send you like fan art and stuff, like you've gotten yeah. some stuff. Have you ever sent anything to anybody? No. <laughs> Elvis.
2: No, we've you've
1: sent... Never, like, been like, like just
0: things
2: like- to people before like shirts hats and stickers yeah, and like, give them, like just for anything. just for fun we've sent merch to people that have sent us fan art yeah yeah oh that's cool that's pretty cool
1: you never made fan cool. art for anyone
2: no
3: uh, my whole life <laughs> okay welcome everyone to another episode of Modify with trick factory customs if this is your first time listening we are a custom automotive shop here in the bc canada area and we just talk about uh, a lot of things in the automotive community that we are a part of Uh, we modify cars we build cars and so uh yeah so in this video we're just going to be talking about sema if you could define sema in what one sentence what is sema
2: sema is the specialty equipment marketing association in our industry that's like the main trade show of more or less everything that's coming up or coming out in the next year. Awesome. So, with that said, we're just going to be talking about all of that. And with SEMA coming up in
3: Couple when we're weeks shooting it, like uh, yeah, a week or two from yeah. when we're shooting it. Yeah, uh, yeah we just thought it'll be a really cool topic to address because we've had some SEMA cars at SEMA. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching this video. If this is your first time, like if you're watching it on YouTube, give it a thumbs up, like it, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts from, you can follow us or if you're also interested in any of the topics that we're talking about, or you even have suggestions that we could make future episodes, just comment in the comment section below. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of that stuff. And we have merch. So if oh. you're interested... Uh, right and left-handed <laughs> yeah. podcast mugs. Yep, I am left-handed, so I got the other one. So you can visit us <laughs> you at trickfaxi.com. You know, oh. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. but with that said, uh, my name is Elvis. Tim. Sarah. And I'm Rob. Awesome. And
2: uh, yeah, so before we get started, what have you guys been up to all week? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really get into my week, but it's been an adventure. Mm. But for me, mostly it's just getting... New projects organized, parts orders, and sort of getting those underway. So I haven't spent a lot of time in the shop this week. It's mostly been staring at a computer, so not not (laughs) fun. Some of that's my fault. Not fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's what I've been doing. Sweet. What about you guys?
1: Um, I've been working on a lot of motorcycle seats again, and like also kind of got back into creating or like using the content that I had filmed and stuff before and actually putting it into some videos and stuff and putting it on our social Uh media for the upholstery shop. Mm -hmm. Cause I'll, I'll kind of like hoard it a little bit and I get really, I was hoping at some point we could talk about marketing, but today's about SEMA. Yeah. But I hope that we can do that again (laughs) some other time, but.
3: Yeah, we'll definitely have a lot of episodes.
1: And just like social media content creation and um, yeah, just looking at that a little bit more, but. As far as a shop I've been, I've been making, I made a motorcycle seat for you. What was that for?
2: It's for a 70s race bike. Nice. Actually a really rare one, so. Okay. That'll be on our social media here shortly. We'll post Sweet. it up.
1: Okay. So yeah, that was, that was fun. That was my whole day yesterday. I also had a kind of a crazy week otherwise, but just finishing up some projects and like in, in the middle of a bunch of things that'll come out shortly. So yeah you'll see awesome sewing patterns <laughs> <laughs> working
0: <laughs> what about you rob well i was away for a week yeah uh i was you left this year just to, uh, in the in the yeah. cold head up to mayan weather. riviera for a week so where were i, you? Missed, I missed out i went to the grand Serena's in the mayan riviera
3: noise nice. uh
0: honeymoon <laughs> it was wonderful anyways while i was gone it sounds like i missed out on a lot of really cool things in the shop like i didn't even see the bike that tim was talking about um, kinda wished I kind of wish I would have saw that. I love motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Um, but since being back fully recharged, I'm diving back into the the Skylark. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on that right now. And so we have uh, a lot of really, really crazy product coming for the Skylark project. I'm pretty excited about uh, receiving that because some of it, uh, the decisions that we make aesthetically and functionally is hinging on a bunch of that. So yeah i am keeping him busy
3: that's gonna be a sick project like yeah. i was looking at you kind of make the floor pans this mm. weekend it looks really good i can't wait to see it
0: yeah and, and we're just getting started right so it's it's the snowball is just starting to roll down the hill right now right. and it's starting to almost develop a life of its own like i kind of feel like with to me, it's like a project sort of grows and evolves and become its own soul-filled being. Mm-hmm. I, it sounds I just, very romantic and, you know, fluff, but it's, <laughs> it's it's like that for me. And so with every step going forward in love. I with know, rare,
3: the way he's explaining it is it's like just, oh, <laughs> sunshine and rainbows. Uh, yeah.
0: it's, it's, it's a wonderful experience uh, mm-hmm.
2: building something from nothing. And the Skylark is that. So there's already more effort into the floor pans than most people have in their entire project. (laughs) So that kind of sets the tone for the whole project. Like if we're going this far in this part, the rest of it's just going to melt your brain. When are the engine or when is the engine arriving? I hope to go get it Tuesday. Mm,
3: Yeah. So 1,500 horsepowers.
0: 1440.
3: 14, same
0: thing. 1440 Dino proven. That's insane. Sixty
1: horses is a lot of horses. And <laughs> <laughs> you lost 60 horses? So,
3: imagine that, an actual horse yeah. so count. And you lost it's
0: 16. what is it? It's it's Magnuson supercharged. Mm, right? Yes. Isn't that what it is? Yes. Uh, what's the cubes? Four twenty seven. Four hundred and twenty seven cubic inch. Cubes. I haven't heard that one before.
3: Cubes.
2: <laughs> cubes. Yeah. Sounds,
3: sounds delicious. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's we'll coming. release that when it comes. Noise, yeah, Awesome. it's on site, then we can... Yeah. Uh, and, and it's it's a beautiful piece of artwork. This has I been an ongoing... I think it's taken us 11 months to get this finally here. Which yeah. is the engine. That's yeah. mind-blowing.
0: You so. know, that's, that's kind of... That's just how it goes. I mean, this is their latest and greatest supercharged version. of MRA. Right? Like, they were developing this mm. product. So, I think we're probably one of the very few first people to 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 receive it it's so cool. so awesome. pretty exciting we got to build a a pretty badass car to to have this living so yeah. that's what we're working on that's what Sweet. that's what's been keeping me busy
3: so with that settled what is sema we've kind of talked about but i feel like everybody's definition of sema is a little bit different yeah uh, but like so yeah so what is let's dive into that topic <laughs>
2: Well, for us, SEMA's changed quite a bit because in the early days, we more or less just went as a spectator. Mm-hmm. And it's so massively overwhelming that it's almost impossible to take it all in. Yeah. Like you're working eight hours a day, just hauling, <gasps> trying to see everything. <laughs> but I'd say over the course of the time I've been there, I've been there almost short of COVID every year for the last 10 years. Wow. So now we sort of take in, like we've stepped away from the hype side of it a little bit and try to take in more of the actual resources that are available to you because there's an amazing amount of seminars and training sessions and all Mm -hmm. this kind of stuff that's invaluable, like to put a price tag to it, you couldn't. And then the access to the people that you get is amazing too. So for me, I've sort of stepped away from more of the hype and then more of in it as a tool. Okay. But in the early days, it was wild. Like it's, yeah, it's hard. So it's not just a car, car stuff, like seeing cool cars. There's a lot more. Yeah. There's a lot of resources oh, available to you. If like, if you want to look for them, but it's hard to get like the first few times you go, it's hard to get beyond all the craziness because mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty wild. Like people yeah. get in so deep into these projects that you could spend a whole day <laughs> just looking at one car. Yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah, it's, it's like, like he was originally saying the word it's overwhelming it's like sensory overload. Mm. SEMA is so grand in scope. Like, how many millions of square feet did they say it was? It was I think like 3 million square feet. Or it's no. So what? it is absolutely oh huge. Gosh. Probably, I would think probably the largest car show in the world. That is mind-blowing. And, like, it takes a literal week of non-stop walking all day every day mm. to try and see every single thing that that is available for you to see mm. um yeah, and as a, think- and as a new business mm-hmm. it's probably one of the most um it's an incredible resource to go to at, even just as a spectator as a new business mm-hmm. owner you know you're trying to come up you go there you can not only see all the the latest and greatest builds from all of your peers that you that you wanna try to emulate or or whatever, but then you got all the manufacturers and the distributors and and all that, depending on what your business objective is, is to yeah, you could take all that in. It, it's it's seriously overwhelming. Sweet.
2: So okay.
3: oh,
0: yeah. Carry
2: on.
3: Go no no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wanted to add something?
2: No, not really. Oh. I'm sure we'll cover it, but yeah, there's a whole other side to SEMA that's a bunch of craziness too so <laughs> yeah we can get into that okay and so
3: like how many times have you guys been because i know you've been to sema as well sarah
1: yeah i went 2019
2: yeah she had because trial by fire <laughs> yeah because it's i think like, we
1: talked about it a little bit on the last one that i was on but i had started working here like mm-hmm. two weeks before okay and then we did Oh, God, I don't even remember. Was it like two cars in two weeks?
0: Oh, my goodness. Three like cars. Like three, three cars. We Well, two cars with full interiors. Yeah. Uh, the third car was, I believe it was the NSX. Kit, yeah. had a body kit With on. The, mm. the full body kit on yeah. it. But you did, you're responsible for doing the interior on the Evo. And that year, we did the 51 Merc for Killer Paint, Mike Lavalli. Yeah. Um,
1: so, like, that was my, like, hazing here, because <laughs> yeah. it was like like I had quit my job, gone on vacation to the mine Riviera, came back and started here the next day, and then it was go, 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 go for like three weeks. And like I thought that we were just like working, right? Like, well, we were, but like one, what? Like, there were long, there were long days, and then there was like the last day, which, like I said on the last podcast, was like a thirty-hour shift, and like My I, goodness. I went home like probably one of the first people because I was so new that I was just not useful anymore, mm-hmm. and getting delirious and in the way. So, <laughs> right? Like Greg, like Greg. It wasn't just me though for that interior. Like it was Greg, right? Mm-hmm so i was kind of like following his lead on what to do because i was still so so new here yeah and then uh when it was i think when it was all done tim was like so you want to go to vegas and i was like oh i thought you'd never ask." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes
3: <laughs> yeah, that's one that's one really cool thing about SEMA is it is always held and has it been held anywhere else no, it's always so held in vegas. vegas las vegas and so it's it's a really cool trip. I've never been to SEMA before. So it's one of my yeah. like, goals to go to SEMA and see what it's like. Because I've heard it from you guys all talk about it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it sounds like heaven. So wait, yeah. you're going. Like right? it actually is. I don't know.
2: First of all, also, I don't think we're going this year, are we? Mm, we might go as spectators. But okay. Yeah.
0: But not, a big part of it depends
2: it. on your situation. Yeah, true. So, yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> true. So yeah. we're, we're not actually going down with a with a project vehicle. Mm. We had plenty this of year.
2: opportunity to do it, but it just we just didn't want to kill ourselves to pull it off. Yes, because, because that's a whole other side of SEMA that we can talk about. Is mm-hmm. there's so much of that like the SEMA crunch is very real. So from her experience, so what is a SEMA crunch or what is the SEMA? SEMA crunch is essentially like when you run out of time <laughs> and like you got and you've made a massive amount of commitments to different sponsors and mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you get there. So at the end, like for us, I think our crunch was like seven weeks and we were working 16, 18 hour days, seven days a week Oh my just gosh. to get there, to fulfill our you know, requirements to a mm-hmm. bunch of different sponsors. Yeah. Plus, You've already made all these plans and you got to get there. So that's where the crunch comes in. Mm-hmm. So for her to come in when she did, I don't. And the way we were working at the time and how hard we were working, I don't know until you get there, you don't really, I don't know if you could actually make the connection between the two. Like, oh, why are these oh, guys just working like going crazy. all day, all yeah. night? Like, what the hell for until you get there? And you're like, oh, okay, I think mm-hmm. it makes sense. I was
1: scared. <laughs> I was like, I shouldn't quit my job like this.
2: Wow. Was, yeah. what,
1: what, <laughs> I've made a bad decision. What did I
2: do? Why did I it's start working here? And so. This was for your Evo? You took the the year, year I took the Evo. Okay. So we had taken cars previously. So for us as a shop, we had a pretty good understanding of what to expect. Yeah. So from an outsider coming in and this being our like our biggest year and mm-hmm. like our heaviest, like, this, we invested the most into this project, yeah. like one all in on it. So like the time that she came in, it was like craziness. <laughs> I, and I
1: had worked trade shows before, but not like this. And I didn't know I wasn't working at the show at SEMA. Yeah. Like I went, but I wasn't like part of the booths. That yeah, the cars you were more were just in attending. I didn't really have anything to offer other mm-hmm. than being like I sold that. Like, <laughs> like, nobody, it Doesn't really I matter that's now. That's
3: still important. That's well, I still can't
1: stand around and pretty do that cool. But I, I, there was a lot for me to learn too, right? Like I was there. To, to learn and like so did, see what did you
3: go to like any of the seminars and stuff? Yeah I did. Okay. Yeah but um
1: yeah like I had worked trade shows before so I did know what kind of to expect, but this the scale was completely different. Yeah like the Vancouver Motorcycle Show is like out in Abbotsford at their venue there and it's like
2: I think it's fifty or sixty thousand square feet.
1: So this three is like million, three did you million
2: say? That's like child's play. Yeah right. yeah,
1: right. But like the the process of like being, uh, responsible for our booth and stuff and like putting everything together and like organizing that and all the things that went into like making that part of the show run like such a smaller scale, but at least like, yeah, I had like sort of an idea, like what a trade show was and like what goes into, Mm -hmm. to making it happen. Right. But now in another country, 300 or 3 million square feet, how many vendors?
2: I don't even know. Thousands. Thousands. thousands yeah. you can imagine? I think like this year there's 20, 2,500 2, booths or I something my, this year. Wh- how are you supposed to visit all of them? You, you can't. can't. Like it's I think huge, the first 50, year 000, like yeah. that I tracked it through whatever my phone or maybe an iWatch or something, yeah. we went. We tried to do like aisle for aisle and see every <laughs> single thing and we were averaging 14 miles a day
1: <laughs> for four days straight.
2: <laughs> and I think we barely, and it's expanded since then. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy, and like, it's all in the Vegas trade, center? Uh, Las Vegas convention center. convention center. Sorry, but now it's like expanded into all the outlying parking lots. Yeah. And oh wow! They, like
1: put up buildings and stuff around yeah. the they like other buildings. temporary
2: pavilions that are massive. That's pretty insane. So then that becomes the whole hierarchy of SEMA. Is what building you're in is kind of mm. where you so, stand so in the game. What is the coolest building if for like displaying a car? In my opinion, I would say
0: it's Toyo's Tread Pass. Mm. Toyo Tread Pass is kind of like the elite sort of space. Yeah. It's like the, and they it's have like, like the most interesting stuff. Too. Mm-hmm. Like the Toyo Tread Pass has like that sort of rule where like you're not even allowed to showcase your build in media until it gets there.
2: Really? Yeah. yeah.
3: Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. So it's kind
0: of cool. That's kind of
2: a lot of different big reveals is they'll have like a media embargo on it yeah to make sure you haven't shown it off to anybody before you get there
1: yeah
3: because i know like a lot of like bigger like manufacturers like all oh, the honda Cher- yeah. like anytime they review a car usually like they don't re- like until the embargo is, is lifted yeah you can't publish which that. is there know it was the same thing with yeah. uh yeah building a car so you can do
2: like little sub like building like the process and little yeah. snippets so it's not like like there's other shows out there where you can't show anything mm. like it has to be complete blackout okay. whereas this wasn't really like that because they want you generating hype too you yeah. just can't unveil the vehicle mm. as a whole right. until you get there okay that's interesting
3: and so oh. what is it like be working with sponsors because i know sponsors are a huge part of sema because companies give you stuff hoping to yeah. that you come there you come there with a prepared car and it, and you show pretty much showcase what their products can do so what was it like, or what has it been like working with
2: companies like Toyo and all that stuff? Well, I think that's a big, like you always see on these TV shows, the SEMA crunch and all this kind of stuff. Like Mm -hmm. we have to get there. But the reality of it is like behind the scenes is they'll give you stuff as long as you meet your requirements Mm -hmm. and you are there. Okay. But if you don't show up, there's some sponsors that are like you got to pay now. No, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there was there yeah. was different products that were wow. were provided to us that I literally okay. had to secure with my credit card. And there's some sponsors that came around like I don't think they know they'd done it previous years where they come around like, "Yep, okay, cool, you're good." Yep. And they go off to the next oh, guy. you bring people there to like yeah, yeah, to, check off. to check and make sure no, because a lot of people previously like Take advantage of it. Yeah,
3: it makes sense. And then next
2: thing you know, they're not fulfilling the requirements yeah. and they're giving out free cards and, and it yeah. costs money. Yeah. So, like how
1: easy would it be just to like contact everybody and be like, yeah, we got this big project, big ideas, blah, blah, blah. Mm. We're looking, send us this if you can. Or, or And then, like, and then what? And then you keep it all in balance? Yeah. yeah. Which is like it's, it's pretty common.
2: It's happened a lot. So now it's a We're little bit wary of it. Yeah, they expect a little bit more commitment from you now.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And like, when you're very working with them, do they
3: look at like, your audience or your reach, like follower count. Yeah. It's actually the
2: first time that I ever got like a social media audit from a third party. An audit. Yeah. So then they like literally presented me with how valuable my social media was and what kind of, like what they gave me a value, like their value of Mm -hmm. my social media. So Mm -hmm. that was the first time. So now in the interim, (laughs) it's like, if I'm reaching out for sponsorship packages, I can provide that that audit myself and be like, this is how much engagement I get, this mm-hmm. is my following, this is how much people are actually paid attention, huh. so that helps a lot when you're trying to get sponsorship. that's pretty cool because you can have a big number, and if it's you have zero engagement, yeah, the value is be- not there things. it doesn't translate whereas mm-hmm. if you have like a hyper focused sort of core group of fans or followers or enthusiasts yeah, and you only have you know ten thousand but nine thousand of them are fully yep. engaged, yep. Mm-hmm. That's, that's worth more, more than hundred and fifty yeah. than and like nine people are liking your stuff, so mm-hmm. yeah. That was a big learning curve for us because like I say, they gave it back to me, like, okay, cool. Based on this, we're willing to provide you with this. That is so cool though. So that's sort of a conversation later for the marketing side of it Mm -hmm. and sort of what your appearance is and what you're putting into it and how you're presenting yourself has a big play on social media. Well,
3: that's interesting. And
2: sponsorship. So and then we went around and thanked each one of our sponsors when we were there, which is another like an inroad, oh. So the next time it's like, okay, you did it. Like, mm. awesome. Thank you so much. Like, you guys are working on something else? Just let us know. <laughs> so yeah. you just keep all those doors open for future projects. Yeah, You know, that's kind of an
0: interesting point. Like, that very thing that, that we had done, that's kind of like that old school, like, face-to-face, go meet the people that you deal with mm. digitally, you know, and, and the vibes that I got from most of our sponsors, anybody that we were partnering with, was that that doesn't happen very much anymore? That's interesting. So okay. I mean, anybody out there watching, do that because there's a lot of value. Yeah. Um, show respect. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's one of those kind of things. If you get that moment to have like a face-to-face with with those people, yeah. and and sometimes even like go so far as to take them to your project vehicle mm-hmm. if you did. If they hadn't already seen it, I mean, talk to them about it because they're interested. That's why they came on board in the first place. But go and show them, and like you know, show them how you utilize their products Mm. and 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 all that kind of stuff. And then what happens is you you create like this really sort of you create this bond with these people, and this is what you want, right? You want to create a relationship with these people that you've you know taken on as sponsors, Mm -hmm. you know, product partners whatever you want to call them and and that loyalty will take you a long long ways in this industry okay by being loyal to certain things and so with that being said just because somebody's offering to give you something for free if it's not something that like fits your needs yeah or something that you feel like deep down you can get behind this product, just because it's free doesn't mean you should take it. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't, don't
2: put it on your ride just because it's free. Yeah. Which like, happens a use lot. Use what it you does like. It
3: happen a lot. You like
2: know, like in my car specifically, I was offered all kinds of things and I, in turn, paid for the things that I actually wanted. Really? Because okay. it's like, just because it's free doesn't mean it's good. Mm. So that's, yeah. There's a lot of that and then a lot of the big guys they get hit up so much that they can't necessarily offer you that much but if it's worth having if they give you something then it's better than nothing so
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and what happens is you go there you go and talk to those people and even though you paid for it you know maybe you got lucky enough that they gave you a slight a slight break on the price but you show them using your product or their product Mm -hmm. on your ride maybe next time they look at you and go, "You know what? You killed it on the last one. Mm-hmm. This time we're in. Mm-hmm. Let's
3: go." That's pretty cool. And so for like upholstery side of things, like do you guys also get like sponsorships the same way, or no? Like, did you guys get any for
2: SEMA? Uh, I think they received some for it.
1: I didn't. We. I was. I don't know. Like
2: at least on rides, rides and, and stuff ladder? like that i can get some for mike <laughs> valley's car yeah, yeah. Oh, okay not to answer for you but you did there was a sponsor we did work
1: with yeah i wasn't super involved in that mm. at the time so i don't i don't i don't yeah. know well, what did we get
2: uh, I think some leather from yeah, the valleys. Um, yeah. That's cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We won't mention their name. I don't know if they still sponsor us. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so joking. I was gonna say it,
1: but I'm. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure.
2: So, if you watch
3: this podcast and are interested in seeing builds and sponsoring us, reach out to us at trickfactorycustoms at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. So, Let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, still going on the ta- the the same topic of building or going to SEMA. Let's talk about building a SEMA car with regards to, because there's a lot in SEMA, there's a lot of cars that get shown there. Uh, A lot of them come with, uh, like people are are trying to show off, maybe they're building a body kit for a particular car. Mm -hmm. And so they have that. Um, But for something like the Evo, for example, you you didn't want to just have a stock body kit and all of that. So how did you you guys design it or build it to be a one-off, to make sure no one else there had, Well, I don't know. Yeah, most of what
2: SEMA is is, is, is sort of product placement. Whereas my car was more or less just uh, from the beginning of SEMA and early in our career, I just wanted to build a SEMA car. I didn't really know what that meant. So mm-hmm. I essentially just built a car for SEMA. And then that's kind of why I ended up in Tread Pass because it wasn't really a platform to promote any specific product really. Okay. So that's kind of why it fit in where it did. Whereas now if I was to build a car and we have sponsors that have come forward, we would build a car essentially showcasing whatever it was that we decided to do. Mm. So like in the car that we're doing now, we could go there with three or four different things and like choose one of those manufacturers of those parts and be like, and put it in their booth. So okay. then it's a showpiece specifically for their product. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Evo was more or less just for us as a shop to show our abilities. And mm-hmm. that just happened to be the venue that we were able to show it in. Okay. So as a SEMA car, it's not a really effective SEMA car because we weren't really promoting any one specific oh, product. Like, interesting. Show. Mean, yeah, <laughs> that, like, that's kind of what Tread Pass is. And that's why I enjoy it so much is because Stan, the guy who sort of puts that collection of cars Mm -hmm. together is trying to find really unique, well-built things Mm. for that to promote his products. Mm -hmm. So that's why that's so cool. Whereas a lot of the other ones become really narrowly focused on a specific product and they're, you know, but I'd say in the last couple of years, even that's changed. So now it's like really well-built cars that happen to incorporate a specific product.
3: Yeah. But how do they know it's well-built like without seeing? Because a lot of times like they might not have actually ever worked with you before. And how, so how do they know
2: that, okay, we're going to get a well-built car in I, the Toyota Treadpass? I think they do their homework pretty okay. well. Like they don't just hand it out to anybody. Like mm-hmm. they sort of search you out. And for us, it's because we had previously been with other cars. So you sort of gain a reputation of meeting your requirements and showing up with your stuff Mm -hmm. and all those kind of things. So each time it gets progressively easier and easier and easier. Mm -hmm. So like the first time we were in, we were out by the back door. (laughs) Like We're just happy to be there. Yeah. So then next year you get a little bit closer and better and better. And then away you go. So it gets easier, but it's not Mm -hmm. an overnight kind of thing. Like if you think, and then there's a lot of stuff that'll just end up outside. That's not great. The other side of the SEMA, there's a dark side to SEMA where Mm -hmm. it's just hype, sort of junk that they're just trying to get there. And it's like, it doesn't work. It looks like hell It's missing parts. It's Mm. the worst possible thing. So the transition of SEMA is like one side is all about the parts and the manufacturing and the other side is all hype. Mm. So like SEMA car to some people, like to me now it's almost like a dirty word because some of it is just terrible. Yeah. I feel like even though I've
3: never been to SEMA before it's, you always hear, you're like, oh shoot, this is a typical SEMA build. Even the Supra that we're working on now—I yeah, mean, it was an old SEMA it's, it's car. Got a lot still, of demons in it. It has, yeah, yes. yeah. And so, Sarah, because you don't do fabrication, all that stuff. No. But being at SEMA and seeing all of those builds, do you just look at it from the outskirts and like, oh, like ten feet away? This—do you like go into as much detail as like Tim and Rob? Because they're like,
1: oh, oh this body gap not. is terrible. <laughs> no, I would never know the difference. Okay. I would never know, right? Yeah. Like I. Not f- not about that stuff because it's just not what I'm interested in or what I do for work. Mm-hmm. Right? But like I, I'm looking at upholstery. I'm looking at interiors. I'm mm-hmm. looking at how they're sewing it and how they're putting it together. And like I spent a lot of time like um, looking at suppliers and stuff for the, the things that I want to buy. There's tons of leather suppliers there, mm-hmm. and I mean the range is is pretty vast, right? Mm-hmm. It's like people selling cheap, ugly stuff. And, <coughs> people selling like really high quality, really expensive hides and yeah, all different kinds of stuff. So yeah, I I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't know much about any of that. (laughs) But but it's the exact
2: same for us. Like we're looking for new products to use different, like different levels, different qualities. And that's what SEMA is actually supposed to Mm. be about. But then over the, you know, it's this other side, which is like the, I don't know what you would call it, like almost a spectator side <laughs> where the focus is just on the cars, the mm-hmm. latest, greatest, wildest stuff. But for us as a business, we spend more time on the other side. Mm-hmm. So
3: like, Rob, do you get do you have any like examples of any sketchy things that you've seen at SEMA so far? <laughs> Or just give your like top five. That's a pretty deep
0: topic, Elvis.
3: Uh, there's a few. I think we should save
0: that one for a podcast on its own. We'll just we'll just rip into a bunch of things. Yeah, I want to know. But <laughs> no, um, I'm not gonna say. But our main focus in like the Evo and pretty much everything that we've ever built, mm-hmm. the core focus is on how well you can execute it rather than just display it. Okay. You know, and, and like if you, dirty word SEMA, like, <laughs> like uh, we're, we're all old enough and, and we've been to SEMA enough, you know, many listeners, watchers, whatever, they can probably reflect a whole, you know, say 10 plus years ago, all those SEMA cars from that era, they were pretty shoddy. Like they were yeah. pretty much just display vehicles to mm. the point where they didn't work at all. <laughs> you know, yeah. and there's like been this pretty amazing shift where SEMA vehicles, not there, there's a, a shift in like that, that sort of execution and the functionality of vehicles that's really, really nice to see. Mm-hmm.
2: Because, you know, for us, like being held to a much higher standard now. Oh, oh it is. Okay. <clears throat> like things have to work, they have to make <laughs> yeah. sense and function, whereas previously they never did. Bluetooth drive shafts. That's well, still a very big thing.
3: Well, I mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny because the bluetooth thing is like yeah it's the the SEMA crunch is real for it's for, for real. a lot of and people from like a builder and standpoint. sometimes you just don't get a chance to finish it all very true so what do you do right you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna rush through something that's yeah. really important
3: that's true just, just so you can CMA. drive a vehicle in like yeah. sometimes you got to push
0: it in yeah you know
3: i think that's also an important conversation to have too because a lot of people just think you're like, oh, you probably, your car doesn't run. You probably just, yeah, did it because SEMA or right. I don't know, are trying to, but a lot of times, like you've mentioned, even currently now is, we, for example, the, Lamborg- the the Euros we're building, we don't want to just take it to SEMA
2: or have that SEMA crunch. Just, just for the sake for of the doing name. it. Because I mean, The day after SEMA, nobody cares anymore (laughs) so it's like to kill yourself to try to get it there and then maybe potentially cut corners Mm -hmm. or have to come back and take some things apart to address certain things it's just as a business it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. yeah and now that i've fulfilled all those needs to participate in different things i as making the smarter business decision is to hold it off and maybe use a different venue to try to show it or push it till next year because it's like I understand, like, there's a lot of really shoddy shit at SEMA, like, just absolutely terrible. That is un- yeah. unexcusable. Yeah. Should have just never went out the door for that. But then there's other things where it's little things, like, even myself, I'm guilty of it. When I took my car, like, we were right down to the last minute where transport's waiting, and I didn't oh put hose clamps, I didn't put clamps on my intake tubes. Oh. And I got oh, roasted for oh, it. Gosh, even though, no. yeah. even though my car run, drove everything, yeah. it just, I just couldn't put it under boost. That's it. And like it, it functioned just fine. Yeah. But I got lit up for it oh. because it's, you know, but so you can understand how some of that stuff just slips through the cracks. And yeah. then a lot of things like that was just something that I didn't want to have to try to fake it and potentially get caught for it <laughs> and then have to come back and readdress it. So yes. I didn't, whatever I did to my car and they, we came up short in a couple little spots, but I didn't want to have to do it again mm. so I just didn't do it rather than trying to fake it for somebody yeah right yeah. so there's a lot of that kind of stuff there that happens and I understand it because like you could not fault us like we put in every minute like we were mangled when we were done and still <laughs> just came up a little bit short <laughs> <laughs> like if we had one more day, everything would have been perfect, mm-hmm. but we just didn't have it. So some stuff is forgivable, but there is some real bad stuff, stuff there, like yeah. really bad stuff. Okay, And yeah. I just can't get behind like, and I feel like we need to roast these people on a future, yeah. future yeah. podcast. Yeah. That's a yeah. definitely <laughs> a different episode.
0: I mean, you have like legitimate businesses trying to showcase their workmanship or products and things, mm-hmm. you know, putting their, putting their right foot forward. and here's what we've presented. This is the best version of this that we can bring. Yes. And then you got, and then like you said, don't cut any corners, don't do anything that you have to go backwards on. And sometimes you come up short, but if you're like a, let's let's just say, if you're a DIY sort of content creator, (laughs) you know, and that's your sole business, your business model is literally just to create content Mm -hmm. and you're building cars. Just to show them at SEMA and mm. and your whole content creation, the the core of it is the SEMA crunch and let's see how quickly we can yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> jam this thing together and show it at the at the show. Like, man, I can't get behind that. That mm. that literally is like destroying <laughs> what this represents. Yeah. I think to all the people watching because like we got to deal with it often. People will come to us and be like. Yeah, well, you know why I, I watch this guy's channel? We mm-hmm. got a, we got customers that you know, they talk about channels all the
2: time and you know, if we even ever considered doing things on their cars to the similar level, we'd be out of business. Yeah, like <laughs> so it just They not would a not thing. be pumped. Like if it, like here you go, man, that's YouTube quality. Yeah. It we'd would be done be they would not be they would not want to pay for it yeah but they still come here and just spew it all like you guys should do something like this you're like no man that's junk it doesn't work like yeah. as soon as they debut it and whatever little thing then you never see it again why because mm-hmm. it never functioned it didn't work so yeah but
1: if we had if you guys had created content just like surrounding the sema crunch and like made that like because i don't think anything ever was produced
2: no not of that yeah lot. like a show but if you had just so like the funny. last
1: three days of the shop and like the amount of like red bull energy drink. oh yeah
2: <laughs> pizza container boxes People just like
1: completely defeated like oh, holding their that head that would and actually would like,
2: be real funny like, okay
1: together, here we go again right like <laughs> <laughs> and like people sleeping on the floor, like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's wild. Or like people getting so mad, or like then being like so happy, and like oh, oh you yeah, you know, and just like the there's the a lot of highs and lows of emotions Yeah, it's a it's cool. a roller
0: coaster ride. Yeah, like, like the SEMA Crunch and what that represents, and it, it's like it's like a massive character developing tool. I don't like I don't that. recommend everybody ears. do it all the time. You <laughs> <I'm> still talking. <laughs> about but like it will show your weaknesses and your strengths right away. Like we mm-hmm. had a guy working for us. He doesn't work for us anymore. He was a younger fella and he's kind of like, you know, just kind of do 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 for the most part, but in like the wee hours on like hour 30 this guy just came to life and just (laughs) we're like oh my goodness like where did you come from like you just solved like what seemed to us like the most devastating problem that existed and it was just like this you know character building that was was awesome so i think everybody should do it at least once
1: but not as like your only form of content creation no no
2: that That would be terrible (laughs) see me and rob have been there many times (laughs) before from other events but So they didn't really understand it, but we did. Mm. And it's like, prepare yourselves, (laughs) because this is about to go down. It's gonna be a rough ride. And luckily in this particular situation, we were just busting to make transport mm-hmm. in our previous versions of doing it. It's like we busting ah. to get into trailer to drive 50 hours to get it where it needed yeah. to be on no yeah. sleep. So yeah. it's like, you think back of how crazy and dangerous all that yeah. was. It mm-hmm. was, it's wild. I guess yeah. surviving
3: on no sleep, just driving straight and yeah. Like taking it's turns not recommended.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no. But we did it. <laughs> but we did it. Didn't we? You take like the entire like culmination a of, times, of a year and jam it in the trailer, all your money, all your efforts, all your everything and then you're driving on no sleep. Mm-hmm. It's like the idea of it now is so wild. Like it could have ended so badly, but yeah. And, it,
1: and the idea that there's people from all over North America doing that same thing at the same time, and yeah. with no sleep. Yeah. To yeah. Las Vegas. <laughs> all, all funneling into the same like place.
0: It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't sound like a safe highway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just imagine a bunch of sleep-deprived people <laughs> in behind the wheel of their semi truck, coming <laughs> into yeah. Vegas, ah, like zombies,
1: yeah. <laughs> rear-ending each other yeah. with their like beautiful yeah. masterpiece. So now you see like a lot of
2: these, like the higher end guys that have learned probably much like us because if we continue to create these things for SEMA next year they're going to be done in advance that's exactly and then what we're going to fly in about. and <laughs> we're going to cuz you see some of these guys are like man that guy looks so fresh Yeah, he's How all happy he shaking Cup hands, hands <laughs> fucking shaking yeah. hands high-fiving so you, so
3: so, so you say the key is to try to get it done for this year
2: but if it doesn't happen just it's next year next year yeah. <laughs> like we don't need to get in a hurry like yeah. it's there's a lot to do and i'll bet you we'll still you know there'll still be stuff to do by time we get it there like for next year because a year is almost nothing it goes by so So quickly like so quickly
1: like it's not really the same thing but when i i mean it's sort of similar when i was graduating from fashion school my final project i dropped out six weeks before graduation no because i wasn't proud of my final project
3: what you dropped out
1: yeah i dropped out and i and i did not I was just devastated. I was like, this isn't what it was supposed to be, mm-hmm. and it didn't come together right, and I dropped out, and I took a break for a few months, and then I went back and I redid my final semester and graduated properly. Wow. With a proper final project that I was proud of.
3: So you were just stressed?
1: Yeah, I was burnt out. It was, That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I was really burnt out. And um, yeah, and I'm glad that I did it that way. That was the right thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I could have just kept going and got my you know, my diploma, you know, and moved on. Mm. Maybe that, I don't know. Maybe that's what I should have done, right? <laughs> Are
3: you having regrets now? <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. s-
1: I still have all that stuff. None of it mm-hmm. fits me. It's all like size zero, but yeah. That's all. Awesome. But it was the right thing to do, to wait. Mm-hmm. So,
3: yeah, I'd say you made the right choice. It yeah. sounds right. No compromise, right?
1: Yeah.
3: Awesome. And uh, I, th- I think we've already covered because I w- I've always asked them, like, Why does a SEMA crunch even exist? Like, why can't people just.
2: No matter what, you do your best (laughs) efforts, but like, even more so now, like, I can't even quote people on how long things are gonna take. Oh, that's true. Because any one thing, like, even at the time that I did my car, we were just talking about it yesterday. It was like everything was available. Hmm. All I had to do was send money and I had it in five days. (laughs) That's not today's reality. (laughs) Like, you can have all the money in the world, you're still not getting it for maybe, they'll tell you three and it's gonna end up five. Yeah. So it's like now I don't even think you could commit to something like that. Like maybe if you gathered everything at one time, then you could do it. But good luck. Like I just don't even see. So that's why like we were talking earlier today before we did this podcast. Before this would just be like right now on social media would just be nonstop. SEMA uh, SEMA projects. But I think a lot of people have just admitted defeat. And it's like, well, there's nothing I can do. I'm going to kill myself. But if I don't have a motor, then... You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I still don't think it's fully recovered from COVID. No. And that's why we're not seeing the crazy SEMA crunches that Mm -hmm. we were before. And everything now is kind of, I wouldn't say, I'm sure there's some crazy stuff to come out from some of these bigger guys that started way before Mm -hmm. and have more resources and opportunity to get stuff. But for the most part, I think the mid-level stuff is just not happening. Like it was. Oh, okay.
3: You've done a lot of seminars. Everyone has done a bunch of seminars. Yeah.
2: And so what are those like? At SEMA, it's pretty crazy. Okay. Because like like we mentioned in the early part of it is like now we take part more in the resource side of it, and you'll go to a seminar with like a panel of six of the biggest names in the industry. That's so cool. So there's just no way that you could ever do that anywhere else. (laughs) Like you would never have opportunity like Mm -hmm. that. And at SEMA, it's free. It's like all you got to do is show up. Oh wait, you don't have to pay like anything at all. No, you just register
0: to it and you just go. What? I did.
2: Oh my god! So like, get there
0: early so you get a seat.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Top tip. So the like, and I mean, they'll have stuff on the media and marketing side, like in your area. So cool. They'll have stuff specific to me, to her, like, and then just on how to run a business in general. Mm. And even a lot of times, like I've sat in on like builders panels, just hearing their come up stories and how they parallel my own and you're like, "Oh, okay, we're
3: <laughs> we're right headed on the
2: right yeah. track." Yeah. 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 We're checking boxes. <laughs> we're doing <laughs> the right things, like yeah, yeah, cuz yeah. like you go in there thinking you're doing everything wrong. Like, "Oh man, how do I get over here?" And then you'll have like your hero tell you like, "Man, I went through this and this and this." Wow. You're like, "Okay, so it gives you a little bit of a boost and you're like, "Okay, we're on the right track. Mm-hmm. We just got to stick to it." So mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, but like you would never get that anywhere else.
3: Do you also see like a lot of really cool like people that you've looked up to at these seminars on your end,
1: Sarah? I hadn't because I didn't know anybody. Oh, okay. Right? (laughs) Like my experience (laughs) was so limited. Yeah. And um, yeah. So I I didn't know who anybody was, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know I didn't know anything. Mm. Right. So I did go to some seminars, but they didn't really have a lot about. They had one about upholstery, and it was so much different from like the kinds of things that we were doing. So that was really interesting. And even one of the seminars like focused a lot on like automotive illustration.
3: Oh, that's something you don't hear much.
1: Yeah, and uh, I
3: missed that one.
0: I
2: should have went. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah,
3: <right? laughs> yeah, because you started playing with a lot of like
2: illustration yeah.
0: and drawing yeah, and Photoshop. It's, it's uh, become a very essential tool. Yeah. In our shop, it's uh, it's a handy thing to do. When I first started,
1: that's interesting that you say it's it's um, like something that you're interested in that you're exploring. Because I was like, who does this? (laughs) Right? I was like, this is such a waste. Like, not really. I'm like, I could see how if you had like a giant project, but for me at the time, I was like, this isn't going to be beneficial to you. And like, I've taken a lot of illustration classes specific to fashion design. So I have like, but I'm not an illustrator. I was never really good at it. I just took the classes. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I couldn't imagine like how much, de- like how much time and effort went into these renderings and then charging your customer for them.
0: Mm. Yeah. And it, but and now
1: I see the benefit. They end up saving yeah, like you
2: money in the long run, yeah. especially oh, yeah. for us on the scope of the projects that we're doing, it's helps the customer. Mm-hmm. understand exactly and then everybody in the shop is on the same page too yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah. it helps a lot
0: yeah when you get into these projects I mean all the way from like upholstery right down into the bare bones skeleton build of the whatever the vehicle it is mm-hmm. having like everybody on the same page through an illustration is a, an incredibly valuable oh, tool yeah, yeah. so I'm if pumping you have
2: high quality renders for her all the time <laughs>
1: Well i have some napkins you guys you guys save them no
2: you guys should oh save these gosh. things i blow
1: my nose on them
0: what <laughs> I'm, I'm like devastated
1: <laughs> no i saved those things the those are yeah. pieces of history I just be like do this i was, like, up. I was like tim i want to make a motorcycle jacket for myself uh, and he's like, I got this idea, and he drew it for me. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. He's like, let me draw it again. And I'm like, I, gotta, I don't, don't, don't know even what know, what, know what the perspective no. is. Like, Tim's what not the best
0: illustrator.
1: He's like, it's simple. Like, obviously, you're looking at it. And I'm like, no. if I turn my head and blur if, one yeah, eye.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, that's why like, I get Rob to drive it. You yeah. can yeah. see. That's why Tim and I usually work together to make something
3: come together.
2: Eventually, I
1: was like, oh, okay, I get it.
3: Yeah. 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 Will you
2: go away now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still don't wow. get it.
3: <laughs> and so before yeah. we end, no, just a great favorite part of Sema. Let each person say their favorite part. I can't say because I, I I've, not, I've never been to Sema, but. What's your favorite part about Sima? Uh,
2: I'd say probably taking in all the crazy ideas that people have because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff there is like, there's a lot of amazing ideas that may not be executed very well, but you can take a lot from it. Yes. Even the way people are doing things. So for me, it's like looking for all those little cool ideas that I can maybe incorporate into things down the road. That's so cool. So that's for me. What about you, Sarah? For sure.
1: Um, yeah. It was, like he said in the beginning, like very overwhelming, Mm -hmm. especially for me, especially like being in a whole world that I know very little about. Um, So just being immersed in that for a few days, like we were there seven days. How long is the
2: four days, I think.
1: So four days at SEMA, I think I made it maybe two and a quarter. <laughs> and then I was like, I can't do this You're just tired. I can't walk around anymore. There's so
2: many people mm-hmm. my God, like it's,
1: and I was pretty much on my own because these guys were all busy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was there to learn and to take things in and to make notes and take photos and see things and get inspiration and ideas and products and suppliers and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But after a few days, after probably four days of being there, I was like, hey, Tim, uh, I think I'm going to leave town.
2: <laughs> He's like, what? I was like,
1: I'm going to go rent a motorcycle and um, I'll be back, like, maybe tomorrow. He was just like, good, go. Yeah. Tim's getting tired of entertaining everybody, too, kind of, right? Mm-hmm. It's- like, for our group, right? Like, we had how many people? Seven. I think there's, yeah, seven or
2: eight us? people.
0: Well, that year, too, you were so busy. He had a lot of interviews, yeah. so just a yeah. lot of things going on. And it's With the like, Evo that year was just
1: ah. huge. It's like, hey, Tim, where are we going for dinner? Hey, Tim, what's going on tonight? Right? <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to, I'm getting a pizza. I'm going to bed. Like, yeah. Leave me alone. I was like, it's a lot. leave then. Do he, your own thing. And I, <laughs> and and I, yeah. And afterwards he was like, I'm so glad you did that. I was like, yeah, me too. Well, <laughs> normally
2: you have opportunity to go explore on your own, but I was pretty much anchored to my car the entire time. <laughs> so I was putting in from like the entire time. Mm. Like I couldn't even step away to go take it easy. That's so I was crazy. Doing 12, 14 hours with no food, just mm-hmm. sitting there drinking coffees yes. and waters. So was
3: that like? Like all the interviews, are they usually scheduled or people, random people just come up and talk to you about it and all that stuff. There's,
2: it's like a mix of that. Okay. So there was like a lot of people that were like content creators that would just hit you in the moment mm-hmm. and then other people like, okay, well we'll meet you here at three o'clock and we'll do a proper stand up mm-hmm. interview. So mm-hmm. it was a mix of that, but once somebody saw you there and it's like oh you own this car everyone then there was just like there's a line of people just waiting to talk to you so and for me being the way i am is like i might as well been digging a ditch like (laughs) because it was so much like by the end of the day i'm just completely mangled. you had had social social interaction for a whole year yeah yeah i came back i didn't want to talk to anybody for
3: four months because i had so much like it's and so like did you guys take turns in it in like interviews and stuff or was it just primarily no tim
0: handled it okay. yeah that it's was, a
2: weird was thing a hint which hint isn't really fair as far as the shop so we try to include everybody as much as you can but regardless of how everybody participated they always seem to narrow it to the one person oh, okay. so it's like you try to reiterate like hey this isn't just me <laughs> this is everybody well, once but you started they don't everyone it's, just it's, yeah yeah so you end up just being the one guy like the, mm. and it's easier for them and it's you know you're representing your shop so then that's you're the guy now yeah so. yeah yep.
0: Tim's always kind of been the face of our company mm-hmm. you know speaks well to these you know to everybody and kind of just handles that well so
2: yeah. Until- which is weird because I don't like anybody <laughs> yeah he's not the most social
1: <laughs> but he does it well <laughs> yeah. and Rob is just so nice like yeah yeah he's, very true I don't know
2: i don't know how we ended up like this but
3: <laughs> and when you guys were talking to people that came up to you guys did you see any of your heroes yeah, yeah.
2: so like a big one was larry chen okay. we got an opportunity to go shoot with him that's so all awesome. i interviewed with him for autofocus so yeah. that, that was, was actually pretty... how
3: i saw you guys yeah that right? the first time yeah uh, years yeah. ago i was like because when i applied for the job i like Googled, i was like trick factory customs i was like i googled it and i saw the evo and I was I saw your face so I was like wait a second he looks familiar and I went I looked back I'm like no way yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that was pretty surreal <laughs> yeah. and he's
2: a super good guy so he made it like a really easy interview cuz mm-hmm. he's quite That's good right. at it but yeah. and then over the course mm-hmm. of the weekend you get to meet all these suppliers that participated in the car that you follow and you follow their social media so mm. it is a pretty crazy weekend it's pretty That's overwhelming so
0: yeah they so same for the most part like any of the people that we look up to as far as like builders or people that we want to emulate or admire mm. most for the most part, they're pretty all solid, good people. Like that's any of the any of the people would. that have been in the industry for like a long, long time, you know, I don't think I've had a
3: bad experience yet. Really? Okay. Yeah. So th- those, the saying of meet your heroes is actually it's been true to you for to the most part. This point. I'd say it's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. so too. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sweet. And then Rob, what's, what's been your favorite part about SEMA?
0: Well, I mean, there's a few things about SEMA that I really, really enjoy. Um, the 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 level of inspiration that you can take from SEMA is just mm-hmm. absolutely unbelievable, yeah. right? I mean, you look anywhere in any direction at any moment, and you're just overwhelmed by awesome. Yeah. So that's that's incredible. I'm a very very visual person, so I'm just like my neck is sore. <laughs> you know, it's a after a week, face. I'm like exhausted. Mm-hmm. But, like, so there's that part of it, and that's really cool. Come back, just charged right up. I really, really like the seminars thing, too, because that's a whole side of, like, business. And, and just, like Tim was talking about, like, hearing the people talk about, like, their come-ups or, mm-hmm. or like, mar- like, marketing and mm-hmm. things like that. Like, I don't think about that kind of stuff often, Our so it gives me an old. opportunity to get a little bit of, like, mm-hmm. clarity on even what some of that stuff means. So should check that out it's it's a valuable tool because things have
2: changed so much like our industry is not what it was it used to be me and him just building cool bikes (laughs) now we got social media and like we have you here there's a full-time position just taking care of youtube and all this kind of stuff it's like there's so many facets to it now it's not just building a cool car Mm, anymore it's like there's marketing and social media and all these different things that we're dealing with all the time that was it's crazy. Like I wouldn't think I'd be sitting here doing a podcast <laughs> yeah. based on the right? cars that I've built. <laughs> yeah. like, that's crazy. Like that is even so a few cool. years ago, it was like this, but now this almost feels like a necessary part oh, of what business. we do. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like educating people on what we do, why it costs so much, why we did a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, people seem to be legitimately interested in it too. Yes. So even this side of the business continues to evolve. So mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Like before it was just greasy dudes drinking beers and like yeah it's crazy like yeah. now it's evolved into like a real legitimate thing it's true though
0: <laughs> it no it's so true you see
2: this guy's
1: lunch the other day <laughs> i forgot
2: the post about it was it oh pineapple my. fried rice yeah
3: but it was in, a pineapple. in a pineapple in a pineapple
2: yeah like i cut out so the flesh like we we're talking about how it's supposed to be just beers and bros <laughs> and burgers and it's like this guy's got pineapple fried rice and a pineapple this guy has some super healthy thing, and every it's like Like
1: liquid greens. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah.
2: And then uh, with the creme brulee the other day. yeah. It's,
3: <laughs> it's not what it used
0: to no. be. No. Things
2: have changed a lot. It's no. Nice to eat. Well,
3: yeah. Though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's we fun. we
0: know what's important now. Yeah. I think the third thing about SEMA that I truly enjoy, and mm-hmm. this kind of like anybody out there watching, if they're not in the industry and allowed to even go to SEMA. Friday night, the SEMA ignited. Mm. That experience is open to public. You, what obviously is SEMA ignited? You got to pay. So, what it is, you know, in in my very sort of general understanding, is like all the cars from SEMA. Anybody who wants to do participate, they they drive these cars through uh, like a stretch of road with grandstands and this whole thing. It's like a parade That's of so SEMA cool. vehicles. Yeah. Then they go over to this other parking lot where they do the SEMA Ignited nighttime event. It's Friday night and it's a public thing that's so fun you go there you crush some beers eat some greasy food watch some cars ripping donuts oh. and you know high five high five your idols if you want to <laughs> like is, everybody's a, there for that yeah. and it's a it's a really cool vibe that's so awesome and that is worth going to
2: just they in itself dance all the sema show cars to one area really so if you walk through the whole place and you're gonna miss stuff this is like your just last opportunity in. to see every single car yes. that was in there.
0: And it's um, just like another thing. Sorry. But it's like, yeah. it's like one last thing about it is like when you're like walking around all week and you're seeing all these things, they're just stationary, right? Mm-hmm, like they're just mm-hmm, pieces mm-hmm. of artwork now. But like all of a sudden now you hear it fire up mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, what is that? What? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, that's what 1500 horsepower sounds mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's you so know, sweet. and then they, they go and do their thing, and then they, you know, lighten tires up, and it's, it's friggin'
3: surreal. Sarah, you wanted to do
1: I was going to say, another thing that was cool uh, was, like, there was, a like, a Hoonigan's, like, stunt Oh, show? yeah. I yeah. For, yeah, I forgot about that. A lot was of that was really cool. I really like that. Mm-hmm.
0: That was pretty so, cool to see. Yeah. But, yeah, they um, go big.
1: I was going to say about that Friday night thing. My brother-in-law is going to it with his son. Nice. So they want to go, and he's, this, I was talking to him at Thanksgiving, and he says, um, Oh, can you get me tickets for Sema? (laughs) (laughs) and i was like well i don't think so like i mean i think it's like you have to is it
2: it's like closed off it's industry only yeah Yeah. industry
1: only but they like tim was saying they've gotten really strict at it strict about about. show pay stubs yeah like the same thing with yeah me going and all that stuff yeah get id when you get in Mm -hmm. there give them your id interesting and and all that like even like For me it was hard because i had just started Mm. we had to figure out how i was gonna like (laughs) get get there right but um yeah yeah i
3: wonder why they don't open up open it up to the public it's
1: It's too big yeah
0: yeah, that's true and the exclusivity sort of sort of legitimizes the whole reason for doing Mm. sema Mm -hmm. you know like you're talking like builders and people that use products yeah being shown by manufacturers and, de- and dealers so of thick. those products. So if you just overwhelm that with like general public, good That'll luck as a, a business person ever getting a chance to talk that's to the true, people yeah. that
2: you truly need to talk mm-hmm. to. Because you're talking to like vice presidents and CEOs yeah, of these like actual companies, real. Like yeah, you get opportunity cool. to talk to the guy that made the product (laughs) like there's no other venue that you're going to get to do that. So I think the reason they keep it like industry based is so that you do have opportunity Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that. So, yeah, Yeah.
0: that's so valuable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Plus you
2: get to meet the people that you're supporting. Yes. Like if me, I'd be the guy that'd be like, man, that guy's an asshole. I'm not buying his stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they could go that way, right? (laughs) I got other opportunity. I'm gonna buy his stuff instead of, you know, so it gets it helps you build relationships with people
3: awesome With that said anything else you want to add before we uh, call this a close
1: yeah i I mean i would i love to go again Mm -hmm. like knowing what i know now because like i've said throughout this whole podcast like i was so green i didn't even know what i was looking at it was so overwhelming Mm -hmm. and stuff that was three years minus a month Mm -hmm. so going there
3: it'll be a fresh new perspective on life
1: i don't know i don't know if i'll make it this year Mm -hmm. but I, I would it would be def- definitely different to go again now knowing what I know yeah so that's yeah, pretty sick that's about it for me awesome
0: yeah as a first time you know SEMA attendant it must have been so overwhelming I'm so and like and and like now <laughs> like, oh, now oh. you know you have a you know a, a better understanding of mm. what that industry that you're actually involved in represents yeah and you're looking at things with a whole different perspective now with your experience. So, so you
2: guys missed the early SEMA. I know. I'm like The oh, early days of SEMA was gone. even crazier because now so many of these people are in an industry have become celebrities in their own right. Mm-hmm. But the early days of SEMA, they actually bought brought celebrities in. Oh, interesting. So like you'd be walking through there and it's like I saw like... Ludacris, and I had a hot dog next to Mario Andretti, and he goes, Iced tea. (laughs) And you're like, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, what is happening? Like, it's crazy, crazy in the early days. So now it's like, you don't see as much as that, but you, like now, so many of these people are almost celebrities Mm -hmm. just because of YouTube and social media. It's like, you want, you get fanboy, go see this guy or that guy. So it's pretty wild. Like yeah, I, bet that's a
1: different it, game. I bet if Snoop
2: Dogg wanted to go, he could get in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, they had, now they actually have like a dedicated celebrity time. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Like when they get to go like the night before everybody else, just yeah. because of how much of a ruckus mm-hmm. it causes. Yeah. So. yeah. But some of these YouTube celebrities have bigger followings than actual celebrities. So true. <laughs> so oh, it's true. pretty crazy. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. With that
3: said, thank you guys so much for watching this video uh again if you like this video give it a thumbs up if you like the podcast also give it a thumbs up and comment if you want to see more of us and also potential future topics if you, don't? <laughs> if you if you don't then okay. uh, and keep that to yourself <laughs> <laughs> okay guys be that one thumbs down <laughs> see you next week <laughs> Bye. bye